Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm so glad that you have joined us today as we continue our study of the book of Matthew. Now today we are going to be in Matthew chapter 10. Now this chapter has a few different sections to it, not as much as some of the, the previous chapters that we have looked at, but there is still a lot of good information and, and especially some practical information uh, for you and I today. Now within the first 15 verses of this chapter, what we have is Christ sending out the 12 apostles. Now in verses 1 through 4 specifically, we just have the fact that God, that Christ, gave them authority, as it says in verse 1, over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. And so they have been given some of this miraculous power, miraculous ability by Christ. And then in the following verses, it lists the 12 different men, gives us their, their names there in verses 2 through 4. And then specifically in verses 5 through 15 is where we see Christ sending them out, kind of some final words to them in this chapter before he sends them out to begin preaching and teaching. And so what we have there, if you'll notice verses 5 and 6, these 12 Jesus sent out instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So whenever he's sending them out, he tells them first to go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now part of this has to do with the fact that the gospel was to be sent first to the Jews. You can look at passages such as Isaiah 2 and Joel 2 and see the fact that the kingdom of God was going to begin at Jerusalem and His word would come from Mount Zion. And you can look at passages such as Luke 24 verses 46 and 47 as well as Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 that show us the gospel was to begin in Jerusalem. And so He is sending them out and He's telling them to not go to the Gentiles but rather go to the Jews, to those who were lost, to those who were rejected to heal them, and all of these different things. And he, he continues to discuss these things. And in verses 14 and 15 is kind of his segue into the next, next paragraph. There in verses 14 and 15 he says, And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your word, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more tolerable in the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Now what Jesus is saying is that not everyone is going to be receptive to them. Not everyone is going to listen to the gospel. And he says if that's the case, if they won't receive you, shake off the dust of your feet and move on. Which again kind of leads into his next point, which is the fact that there is going to be persecution. And in verses 16, I know some Bibles have 16 through 25, but in my mind 16 through 33, he's discussing this persecution. He's not leading them to believe that everyone is going to accept them. He's not leading them to believe that everything is going to be fine, that there's not going to be any persecution, that it's all going to be okay. He's warning them up front that there will be persecution. And as he says in verses 24 and 25, A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciples to be like his teacher, and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they malign those of his household? Jesus is saying, if they have persecuted me, if they have blasphemed against me, if they have said and done all of these terrible things that they have done to me, 
surely they will persecute you as well. And so as he's sending them out, he warns them of the persecution that is going to come. But then, especially in verses 26 through 33, he reminds them to not fear that persecution. There, especially in verse 28, he says, And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Jesus is saying, don't fear these men because these men can only harm you physically. In fact, we looked at a lesson a couple of weeks ago here on, on Sunday morning to that very point. That we don't need to fear persecution. We don't need to fear what those around us may do or say to us because ultimately they are very limited in their power and in their ability. And that's exactly what Christ is trying to convey to the apostles before sending them out to preach. And I think that's something that you and I likewise need to keep in mind as we go throughout life, and especially as we're entering into this uh, period of our, our history where things are, are beginning to turn against us now probably more than ever in our history. And so we need to be prepared for that persecution and to remind ourselves and to teach ourselves to not fear men, but to rather fear God. Now in the next paragraph there in verses uh, 34 through 39, Christ says something that's very interesting, and he says it in verse 34. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Now this seems kind of weird because we look at passages such as Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, which state that he is the prince of peace, and now he's saying that he has not come to bring peace. We can look at so many other passages in the scriptures that say that God is the God of peace. Well, how do we, how do we reconcile these things together? Well, I think he explains it there in verse 35. He says, For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against his mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. I think what Jesus is saying here is not the fact that he, he came to cause chaos upon the earth, but the result of his coming and the result of his gospel would be the fact that those who are faithful to him, those that are striving to be pleasing to him, would develop enemies, even as he says, those of our own household. Because of our faith, because of our, our service to him, we will eventually, at some point, have enemies, perhaps even enemies of our own family. And I believe that's what Jesus is saying whenever he says he has not come to bring peace but a sword. The result of his coming was going to be division. It was going to be, going to be some strife because of our faith and our service to him. And as he reminds us there in verses 37 through 39, we cannot love anything more than him. We cannot love our family more than him. We cannot love anything more than him. And as he says, whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So he's saying there's going to be strife because of your service, but first of all, don't fear the persecution, but also don't love anything more than me. Take up your cross, and as Luke says, take up your cross daily and follow me. And then in the last part of this chapter, we have there in verses 40 through 42, him discussing the fact that whoever receives them, Whoever aids them, whoever helps them in their preaching and in their teaching, he says that those people will receive their reward. And it immediately made me think of what we talked about in chapter 6, verses 1 through 18, 
where Christ is teaching us to not give our alms in public and in trying to bring attention to ourselves, to not praying in a manner to bring attention to ourselves or fasting in a way to bring attention to ourselves because when we do these things, God will reward us. And he's saying whoever receives them, whoever aids them, whoever helps them in their mission of teaching the gospel, he says at the very end of verse 42, he will by no means lose his reward. So that's Matthew chapter 10. I thank you so much for your time and for your attention today. Please join us tomorrow as we will be looking at Matthew chapter 11. Thank you so much for your time and for your attention.